Hey guys, we had a few companies report earnings, Tesla, ASML, TSMC, IBM, and they all kind of mentioned AI one way or another. And I know a lot of us are really focused in the AI market. So today I want to do more of just an overall bulk AI update, uh, taking a closer look at some of the important parts in each company's transcript that relates with the AI market. Obviously, you guys know I'm a huge, huge investor into the semiconductor market. So obviously, some of these companies can also talk to us a little bit about the demand that some of our favorite semiconductor companies like NVIDIA, like AMD, may see in the upcoming quarter. So let's take a closer look in today's episode. So first, in with this AI update, I, I, I know we have a lot of AMD shareholders, so I really want to bring up some great news. It does seem that AMD's global server CPU market share tops 25% based on what Lisa Su said at a recent event. Uh, that's pretty interesting, right? So now over over almost a quarter of all the chips out there in data centers and all these servers are AMD products. And this is such a huge turnaround from where the company was just seven years ago. Uh, obviously, we can see the huge competition increase for companies like Intel. So this might be good, good news for AMD, maybe some sad news for Intel. Continuing with AMD, we did see that Lisa Su also mentioned that the AI market and these kind of AI evolutions makes the next 10 years much more exciting. And I'm super excited to hear that, right? Because obviously Lisa Su is in the forefront of semiconductor innovation and kind of this technology innovation in general uh, because semiconductors are pretty much used in everywhere. Uh, so Lisa Su definitely has her hands in all different types of technology. So to hear from her that, hey, look, for the next 10 years, we're going to see some pretty cool, exciting stuff that gets me excited, one, for, a, for as, as a semiconductor investor, as a tech investor, but obviously as a tech enthusiast as well. Um, so now let's kind of take a closer look at some earnings. First, let's start off with Tesla. Tesla definitely took quite a hit. We can see in the past five days, the stock is down roughly 9% after the company reported earnings. I do have an, uh, a Tesla AI video uh, or, or earnings video a little bit in Pre past two days. So if you want to learn more about Tesla and their earnings, take a closer look at those. Um, but like I mentioned, I really want to take a closer look at more of their AI news. They do mention if you are an NVIDIA shareholder, this is something you're going to like that they'll actually take NVIDIA hardware as fast as NVIDIA can deliver to them. Frankly, they don't know it. Frankly, he, um, Elon Musk also said that if NVIDIA was actually able to deliver as many GPUs as they needed, Tesla wouldn't have the need for a supercomputer like Dojo. So the first thing we're seeing here is that, hey, at least the demand for H100 and NVIDIA's AI products are very, very high here in the short term, where if even a big customer like Tesla is unable to get the true amount of chips that they need, imagine all the other big players out there like Microsoft, like Amazon, like Google, like Meta. Uh, so I do believe at least for the next year or so, maybe even for the next two years, NVIDIA is definitely going to see a nice demand boost thanks to their H100 trips. And that's what we're seeing a lot happening right now with the AI market. I do believe there is another thing that I did have here for Tesla. Let me see if I did have another highlight. Um, the only other highlight that I can think about was that uh, Tesla did release um, 
did announce the release of their Super Dojo uh, supercomputer or their Dojo supercomputer, which is going to help them with AI training. Again, I, um, again, we kind of just see the future of a lot of these tech companies is AI. Some of it is generative AI. Maybe Tesla is doing a little bit different with more realistic AI applications like autonomous driving. So now let's take a closer look at the second company or third company, right? AMD was the first one, then Tesla, now ASML. So ASML a huge provider of semiconductor equipment needed for the manufacturing of chips, more importantly for the chips needed for these AI workloads. We can see, unfortunately, the company also was down roughly 7% in the past five days after earnings did not meet analysts, in, uh, investors, enthusiasts, even though expectations were beat. Um, it, there was still some bit of a weakness there, and, and I did do a video on ASML earnings as well if you want to check out a few a full episode on that. But I, again, I just want to take a closer look at more of their kind of AI market. And right now, they do mention that significant uncertainties remain in the market due to numerous things like global macro concerns, rising interest rates, inflation, recessions, geopolitical environments, and even export control. So there's so much uncertainties in the semiconductor market, and the semiconductor industry is also running at very high industry levels. And for all these reasons, customers remain cautious due to the uncertainty around the timing and the shape and the slope of recovery so some other customers like tsmc maybe samsung maybe intel um, they might not be doing as many purchasing as they normally do because of all these uncertainties they do mention in their euv business which are the the equipment needed for the design and the manufacturing of uh, advanced semiconductor products they have seen a shift in timing the majority of the shifts are due to fab readiness with some elements of uncertainty around the recovery so they do mention the major reason why maybe they are seeing a bit of a weakness in this advanced chip uh, in this advanced semiconductor equipment is because they are seeing a shift in fab readiness and what is fab readiness so right now we're hearing all these big companies like TSMC, like Intel, like Samsung, uh, and other semiconductor players announcing that they are building semiconductor manufacturing plants. Unfortunately, to build these manufacturing plants, it takes a lot of work. And it's not just like building a hotel room is, uh, or a hotel. Uh, a hotel. It's not like building uh, a skyscraper. There's a lot more important aspects and probably a little bit more difficult because it is a very niche market, especially when it comes to manufacturing. Uh, so because of these, some in some fabrication plants are being pushed uh, uh, along to further dates, and that's obviously pushing down some other inventories. They do talk about that, hey, maybe 2023 and 2024 might be a little bit of uh, weaker than previously expected due to the overall kind of uncertainties. But in the long term, beyond 2024, it really is solid where we have all these mega trends that are not going away. You can even argue that some of these mega trends, when you think about AI, are even more important than we thought. And this is so true, right? Two years ago, I do believe for a lot of semiconductor investors, the AI market was always a bullish trend, but it was never as high of a bullishness as we are seeing it right now because this explosion and things like generative AI kind of came out of nowhere. But they do mention it's not only AI, it's also things like energy transitions, the electrification of mobility, it's industrial internet of things, and so much more, right? So we are seeing this huge, the great thing about AI is it's always been a bullish trend for semiconductor investors, but it has never been as high because we didn't think how big this market was going to get. 
Now let's take a closer look at TSMC, the huge manufacturing giant. The company also recently reported earnings this past week. Very similar. It kind of traded down. The stock is down roughly 7%. Um, we could see that maybe the market was just a little too in- enthusiastic about the AI market right now. So obviously take that with the grain of salt with maybe some other semiconductor companies. But the company did share a lot. And obviously I, I-, I am going to do a deep dive on their earnings later on. I'm actually going to release that on my um, membership program. I just released the previous membership program. So if you want to learn more about the semiconductor market, make sure to hit the uh, make sure to hit join. Also, if you if you just want to support the channel for free, um, just make sure to subscribe. I'm trying to hit 30,000 subs by the end of the year. Uh, so if you can do that and hit that sub and thumbs up, I really, really do appreciate it. Finally, finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. So again, very similar to ASML, TSMC believes that there's so much uncertainty in the near term. And for that reason, they are going to reduce maybe some of their capital budget or or capex. It's going to be closer to the lower end of their range opposed to maybe the higher end of the range. Um, They are seeing a huge, huge increase in AI-related demand, unfortunately, is not enough to offset the overall cyclicality of their business. So AI market is seeing huge growth, but unfortunately, still small portion. Um, The other thing that we are seeing is the recent increase in AI related demand is directionally positive for TSMC. Generative AI requires higher computing power and internet connect bandwidth, which drives increasing semiconductor uh, content. Obviously, that's great for TSMC. Unfortunately, right now, um, AI, what what they call AI accelerators and all these kind of AI processors are only roughly 6% of TSMC's total revenue. And they forecast this to grow at a 50% compounded annual growth rate in the next five years and increase to the low percentage teens of our revenue. And some might say, hey, Jose, 6%. Uh, if it's currently 6% at a 50% compounded annual growth rate in the next five years, this should actually be maybe even higher than low teens. What's the difference? Well, right now, remember, we are seeing that weakness in the consumer market. So maybe things like PC, like mobile, are a lower portion of total revenue at the moment. So right now, it does seem like AI is a huge portion of this company's total revenue. But as the market picks back up, we're going to see how those other consumer markets are going to have a higher percentage of total revenue, which would really offset how big this AI market is at the moment. But they do mention in the next five years, they see it in the low teens. So that's great news. Um, Like I mentioned earlier with ASML, right? Some companies are seeing a bit of a slowdown in fabrication plant finishing. Um, TSMC is one of those plants. One of the plants in Arizona was actually expected to begin production in 2024. Now is being pushed to 2025 because they are encountering certain challenges as there is an insufficient amount of skilled workers with specialized expertise required for equipment installation in the semiconductor grade facility. I do want to say if TSMC is seeing this, I'm pretty sure the other players like Intel, like Samsung, like Micron are also probably seeing the same thing. Kind of going into the Q&A session, we also heard a lot more about the AI space. Um, We did see that for AI right now, TSMC sees a very strong demand. For the front end, they don't have any problems to support. So the front 
end of semiconductor manufacturing is like the wafers, the building of the chips, but the back end that is the advanced packaging, especially for um, COWS uh, chip on wafer on substrate, they do have some very tight capacity and very hard to fulfill 100% of customers' need. Um, so we can see in the front end, they have no problems. They have plenty of utilization. Uh, they have plenty of manufacturing power. It's more on the advanced, advanced packaging side that they need more work. And this is something we've heard a lot about. I do believe this is going to be like the biggest weakness for a company like NVIDIA, right? Because they are dependent in TSMC. And it seems like the advanced packaging is still un under, under capacity at the moment um, uh, where... It, NVIDIA might not get as many chips as they really want because TSMC is not going to be unable to fulfill them. So I do want to say that's probably something that NVIDIA investors might want to kind of keep an eye out. Um, the question also came out, hey, if the back end of advanced packaging is still um, very low in capacity or you guys are, are still um, don't, don't have enough capacity for this, are you guys doing any form of capacity expansion? If, and if so, how much? Um, they, they say that it's probably going to be about 2x of the capacity will be added. But even with that 2x capacity, um, management still believes that this will not be, that they still will have an issue of not being able to meet with current demands. Um, so overall, uh, I, I do believe that this AI market and this AI demand for AI chips is still pretty strong, at least for the next year or so. Um, Next, there was a question by pretty much asking, hey, on the demand side, how do they know or judge that the demand for AI is definitely something to hear or is this something that's going to be more short term? The company mentions that, hey, they, obviously this is a guessing game and no one can predict the near future or the overall, but in general, they think that a trend of big portion of data center processors will be AI processors, and that is a sure thing. And they do believe that in the short term, CAPEX and, uh, the CAPEX of cloud providers are fixed right now. But in the long term, when data services and cloud services start to see a nice amount of revenue coming in from generative AI, they will also increase the CAPEX um, and get more and more chips. Kind of thinking a little bit here about the advanced packaging, we also heard reports that NVIDIA is looking at Samsung for HBM3 memory and 2.5D chip packaging. So there might be the possibility of NVIDIA for future generations might kind of looking at multiple manufacturing teams to work on their chips. Maybe some chips being pre made by TSMC and maybe some other flavor chips, maybe the lower, uh, the lower power strength chips made by Samsung. Um, outside Side of that, we also did hear that a few semiconductor companies did lobby with the U.S. government and kind of talked with high-end officials uh, to kind of talk a little bit more about Chinese trade restrictions that are that, that maybe they are too strict at the moment. I don't know where this is going to go, um, but definitely something interesting to keep an eye out. Uh, next, I do want to say IBM reported earnings. The company, I think this was one of the few ones that did go up after earnings. Yep, it's up 4%. IBM is not really thought about as an AI company, but they do mention that organizations are using their hybrid clouds and AI technologies and consulting capabilities to transform their operations. They continue to respond to the needs of their clients who seek trusted enterprise AI solutions, and they are particularly excited about the response to the recently launched Watson X AI platform. Uh, so we can see... Um, 
IBM is definitely kind of moving a little bit direction in the kind of uh, AI market, especially with introducing Watsonix IBM, which is their next generation's AI and data platform. It enables enterprises to scale and accelerate the impact of the most advanced AI with trusted data. Um, clients can quickly train and deploy custom AI capabilities across their entire business, all while retaining full control of their data. Uh, so great news there. We did see from kind of... Um, IBM did give us a little bit about the AI market, and they believe that the AI is a transformative technology that has the potential to unlock tremendous business value. They do mention that according to a recent McKinsey study, AI could add up to $4.4 trillion annually to the global economy. Um, they do mention how AI is being infused in numerous of their software products, and they do talk a little bit about that, uh, and they are happy of kind of where their customers are reaching in, 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 and, and how they are responding to the AI market. Uh, so it does seem like IBM, they are more of a software company now, especially with that acquisition of Red Hat a few years ago. And we can see investors are pretty happy. Uh, year to date, the stock is pretty much flat. So maybe a company some investors might want to look at uh, because this definitely gets like that boring old big tech blue chip company that pretty much failed the market. Um, Microsoft also announced a few AI products. They did announce the uh, uh, a few AI subscriptions for enterprise companies companies, which I thought was pretty big. They also announced that they were partnering with Meta Platforms to have Llama 2, which is a large language model, go to uh, be partnered with their uh, clouding services. So I think that's pretty cool to see Microsoft having both an open source solution with uh, Meta's Llama 2 and also a closed solution with OpenAI's ChatGPT. Uh, so Microsoft is definitely playing it big in the AI market. Inside of this, they also mentioned that they were looking to bring more of these AI models to be run locally, uh, which is something that's pretty interesting. Um, similarly, Qualcomm works with Meta to enable on-device AI applications using Llama 2. Uh, so we are seeing this direction of maybe more AI workloads being done locally. Uh, and I'm not too, too worried about this. I actually talked about it in my semiconductor podcast, or maybe I released a video on this channel that should be out in the upcoming days where I talk a little bit of why maybe investors might not have to worry about this on-device AI. Uh, so definitely a lot of AI news that we cover today. I hope you guys enjoy it. We do have some amazing earnings coming this week. I do believe one of the biggest AIs are obviously going to be Microsoft, Alphabet, Meta, and then we have Intel all this week. Tuesday, we have Alphabet and Microsoft. Wednesday, we have Meta, and Thursday, we have Intel. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Take care, have a good day, and see you all next time.